Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's going on, everybody? Happy 4th of July. Yes, it's a holiday here on Tuesday, July 4th. Um, I hope all of you have a wonderful um, holiday today, whether you're whether you're growing hot dogs and uh, burgers, having some beers, uh, cookouts, whatever it is, whatever you're doing today, setting off fireworks. If you're setting off fireworks, please be safe. Please be safe. I don't mess with that stuff. I don't. Uh, watching fireworks is fun, but I don't. I don't mess with that. So uh, let's. Uh, let's all just be safe today. Let's all have uh, let's all have a good time. Let's celebrate uh, our country. Let's celebrate that uh, as we sit here on the Fourth of July in 2023, where your Phillies sit at third in the NL East. Still, yep, it's the same as yesterday. Still, uh, 44 and 39 right now in the National League East. And today, obviously, don't have a game to recap you guys on. If you really want to hear my recap of uh, the the loss on Sunday, I mean, go, really, I did a lot of the midseason awards, too. So actually, if if there is some interest there for you and you want to listen, um, I did do a lot. I did do uh, my Philly Cy Young for the year. Uh, MVP and most improved player. Actually, did that last episode. If you're interested in hearing that, go listen to the last episode before you come listen to this one. Come back to this one. You know, you can go back to that one and then come back here, and then you'll have the best of both worlds to set off your day for the Fourth of July. Set it off with a bang, just like a firework. So, um, but in all seriousness, um, I, I was being serious there. But for today's show. Obviously, don't have a game to recap you on, but I will. We'll get right off the bat. We'll get into some news and notes. I didn't really didn't talk about Nick Castellanos making the All Star team. I, def- I definitely think we have to uh, talk about that to a certain extent, right? For uh, with with I mean, it's a big deal. Castellanos having the big bounce back year that he's had this year. We got to talk about that for sure. So we'll talk about that. Um, someone. Got a Mr. Reliever of the Month for the Phillies. He's had an, ama- he had an amazing June. Uh, we'll talk about the Castellanos thing. We'll dive into that. I will preview today's matchup between the Rays and Phils. The Phils are going to see a familiar face on the other side of the mound uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. We'll get to that. Um, and then we'll just mention uh, tomorrow's matchup and Thursday's as well against Tampa Bay before the Phils um, go stay in the same seat against the Marlins. So, um, so we'll talk about that. We'll get into the around the league and NL East. More of the same stuff there. Um, I'll give you guys a few bets to to try to hit on today. Um, against Tampa Bay, and then we'll get into to some today in Philly's history as well. Don't do that too often. Pull a uh, a page out of Rob Cherry's book or the late great Big Daddy Graham. Do a little this day in history so to speak, as far as uh, the Phillies go, as far as your Phillies franchise, your fightings. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Um, so let's, let's start with news and notes. Um, first thing I want to mention, because I didn't talk about it enough uh, last episode, I didn't really talk about it at all. I mentioned it like a few times. Um, I mean, but Nick Castellanos makes the all-star team. I think it was well-deserved. There's going to be guys that are snubbed every year. Um you know, the Tatis situation is a whole thing. 
I mean, personally, I probably would have put Tatiste over Castellanos, but there are, look, there are snubs literally in every all-star game in every sport when it comes to MLB, when it comes to NBA, when it comes to NHL, um, and when it comes to the Pro Bowl who people don't give a crap about because the Pro Bowl sucks. Um, and by the way, Major League Baseball still has the best all-star game going. Um, is it as great as it used to be? Absolutely not. Um, and maybe we'll get into that uh, within the next week or so. Uh, maybe touch on that a little bit. Um, I can mention how they can make the All-Star game better or how it used to be better and all that stuff. Um, but Castellanos, let me let me stay on track here with Nick Castellanos. He deserves to make the All-Star team no matter what. I know I, know I went off there on the Tatis thing, the snubs, but Castellanos, if you look at his numbers, he's deserving. 316 average, 358 on base, 516 slugging. Um, his OPS is 38% above league average. His, eight, his OPS is 874. Um, he's got the 12 home runs this year. He's got already got one less than he does from last year. He had 13 last year, 13 homers, 62 ribbies. He has 12 homers, 54 ribbies. He's on track to looking more of like, I know his Cincinnati year or years. So we, we played what? He might have played that shortened season too in Cincinnati. Um, so, but his Cincinnati years might have been his peak years or at least that one year in 2021. But he looks like the Detroit Castellanos, and I'll take that. I mean, I'm looking at right now when he actually led the league in triples in 2017, like 26 homers, 101 RBIs, 272 average, uh, 320 on base, um, 490 slug percent percentage. Good year, right? And led the league in triples with 10, 36 doubles. And the next year, 46 doubles, 23 homers, um, 89 ribbies, 298 average. Like, we're, we're seeing more of the Castellanos of Detroit, and we're good with that. And maybe he's even better than that Castellanos in Detroit. I don't know. We'll see his second half. Maybe he has an even better second half, and boy, that would be big, especially um, you know what this Phillies offense uh, has done so far this you know this year, where they've just been average. Um, so, but just Cassiano's like numbers compared to last year. I mean, just look at him. Twelve, you know, like I, I mentioned, he already has twenty six doubles. Um, he had twenty seven last year. The guy's on on track to really give you a really productive season. An all star deserving player. Okay, like I mentioned, the snubs snubs happen. He deserves it. Okay, okay you know, if if Cassiano's didn't make it, he would have got snubbed. Um, but. You know, 2.3 B war, I believe, is still leading the team, right? His baseball reference war is, yeah, 2.3 B war is leading the team. Um, and that just says a lot about how good of a year he has had to this point. It's it's awesome to see uh, for Nick Castellanos and Phillies fans. And for my mother, because she loves Nick Castellanos. So, as Nick Castellanos is playing better, my mom's happy. That means I'm happier. It's a, it's a, it's a domino effect. Come on. So... Nick Castellanos, just a very, very good year uh, so far, and the Phillies have really needed it, especially offensively. Who knows where they, were, where they would be without him, man? I know he's not like you know, on track for a 40-homer season or anything like that. He's not the type of player, but just in general, you get it. Um, so, yeah, what he's meant to this offense is just incredible. And one thing I wanted to mention, too, is like Phillies haven't been good, and I've mentioned this many times throughout the year, and this has really been a theme. Save for Boehm and Castellanos, the Phillies have not been good runners in scoring position. I believe I checked yesterday. I haven't uh, I haven't checked since then, but they were 26th um, in 
in Major League Baseball and runners in scoring position. I think it was like a 246 average. And that's not great. That's not great. It's something that you need to improve upon, especially when you get to the playoffs, because you need to get big hits and big moments to drive those runs in to win you know, key games uh, in the postseason. So when I look at someone like Nick Castellanos, I mentioned Boehm too. It's really been him him and uh, Boehm going back and forth as far as RBIs go. And I know like, I don't – I'm a big advocate for like RBIs. It's not, not a stat, but it's just not – the weight of the stat isn't what it used to be, rightfully so. But at the end of the day, like – I put more emphasis on the average runners in scoring position because that shows you, um, you know, because you can only look at such such a sample size when it comes to RBIs. It depends on the at-bats you have. But, you know, Bowman and Castellanos have both uh, have had, you know, around 80, I mean, Bowman 82 at-bats, 85 for Castellanos running in scoring position. Castellanos, 318 average, 344 on base, 518 slug, the big one there, 518 slugging percentage. Um with runners in scoring position, and that is a big deal. Okay, that that's a big deal. That means he's getting extra base hits um, in big situations with runners in scoring position. And you don't need an extra base hit; you can just get a single that can drive a guy in from second, and especially obviously from third. Um, but the fact that he's coming up in the big spots, like that's the big deal uh, to me. That like that's the thing here. So where would they be with Castellanos? Hey, even in certain situations, I know Bohm's like sort of like an average offensive player and he's been kind of underwhelming, especially we thought he was gonna be um, you know, had more power this year, uh, when it comes to the bat, but Castellanos, uh, you know, both Bohm and Castellanos have just been, you know, really good with running scoring position and we I wish the you know other players in this lineup, especially I mean, looking at Trey Turner's number right now, two fifty average at a three twenty nine slug with runners in scoring position. Uh, it's not great, and I know Turner's more of like a, you know he sits in the one or two hole, but still, come on. Um, but Castellanos and Boom have done their job in the spots uh, that they bet in the lineup. So, so Castellanos just very deserving. I don't mention Alec Boom a lot there, but I just wanted to mention him there with the runners in scoring position um, numbers. Castellanos has been great. Um, so, also, Craig Kimbrell, reliever of the month. Gotta mention this. Now, I, I don't want to sit here and like make this a negative thing on Craig Kimbrell because I, I, I don't. I know I'm going to sound negative when I when I come off here. Um, first off, I want to talk about, but I want to get the the good news out of the way. Let's get let's get the good news. I know usually you want to get the bad news out of the way and the good news, but it, it's kind of like, I'm going to get the good news here and congratulate Craig and say how important he's been to the Phil's bullpen, but also just kind of give caution, more of caution, maybe not be so negative, but just more of caution. Numbers in June, incredible. Um, you know, he's coming in the ninth inning. He's really been their closer. Uh, five saves in the month of June, 0.69 microscopic ERA, and uh, 13 appearances. Uh, he was nails, 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 nails in the month of June. No doubt about it. He was nails. He has been huge key key to this Phillies bullpen. Um, he now sits at 3.71 ERA on the season. Um, and he's just been just been very good. He's got he's got twelve saves uh, on the year for the Phils. I believe that leads the team. I'm pretty sure. Um, I would expect. I mean, he's really be, yeah twelve because next one's Alvarado at six. So he's really become the Phils closer, and you have to obviously keep going to him um, just because of uh, you know how hot he's been. 
But just be cautious. And I think if you're Rob Thompson, um, and again, congratulations to, to Kimbrell on the, uh, the reliever of the month. I'm sure he's gotten a gazillion of these in the past. Um, and he's been a huge key to this of Phil's bull, bullpen success um, as they've been really good. I just want to caution you. And maybe there's a lot of fans out here that are already thinking the same thing. But for the ones that aren't thinking the same thing or don't know a whole lot about Craig Kimbrell, Obviously, early in his career, up until probably his Boston year in 2018, um, arguably the best closer in baseball, or arguably one of the best relievers. There was a stretch there early in the 2010s where he led the league in saves um, four years in a row. Um, and been dating back to Boston in 2018 at 42 saves, 2.74 ERA. But since then, it's been a super up-and-down career for Craig Kimbrell. And I, I want to again caution you like last year Craig Kimbrell had an okay year like overall the numbers but if you look like deeper into his splits from last year you know as he's gotten older right he's 35 his splits uh monthly last year June last year he had a 270 ERA not obviously not as good as he's had with the Phils here but the the month after that has a 491 ERA in July um and wasn't that great. Yeah, that's that's below average. Now August, September, August it was better. September, October was good. Um, but I just want to caution you. Kimbrel has been really inconsistent over the last few years since 2019. Especially like I always remember in 20 was it 2019 when he got traded to or maybe it was 2021. Excuse me, 2021. I think yeah he had that disgusting first half for Chicago for the White Sox for the, excuse me for the for the Cubs and had a four a .49 ERA looked like oh my god this might be the best Kimbrel we've ever seen at a uh, K per nine of just under 16. And, you know, that's right up there, you know, with some of the best in his career, best numbers. Um, he, he's, as soon as he got traded to the White Sox, it was awful. He was one of the worst relievers in baseball. It was, it was a complete opposite of what the White Sox were looking for um, to get to the postseason. And he was the opposite. And again, last year, Kimbrell was just, it was a roller coaster. So, great. And where would the Phillies be up to this point, even without Craig Kimbrell? And that's great. But be careful. Like, we might be sitting here in a month talking about, like, oh, who's going to be the closer? Who's going to be the closer? Because I, I do think, in uh, you know, every role in the bullpen is important. I don't think, you know, the closer is – I don't think saves are as important as they used to be, but they, they're still important to a certain extent. The, the last three outs of the game, you got to get them. you got to get them. So I'm hoping Kramer keeps us up. For anybody out there saying, oh, why are you being so negative? I, I hope he keeps it up. I'm just saying be cautious. He's had an up-and-down career, man. He had a great June, right? And, I mean, look at this year. He had a terrible start for the Phils in the first month or two. So, But he had a great June. So... We'll see what Craig Kimbrell, reliever of the month. I went way longer there, sorry, on news and notes there, but kind of really wanted to dive in, especially on Castellanos, wanted to give him his congrats and really talk about what he's meant to the Phil's offense so far. And Kimbrell, um, you know, great June, but just be wary of what could come in the future. So Castellanos, Kimbrell, congrats to both of them on their awards. Um, So... Looking at the preview uh, for today, for July 4th's matchup, we see a familiar face in Zach Eflin. He's going to face Aaron Nola today. Uh, I'm hoping Nola gets, can be a little motivated playing against his old friend uh, over there on the other side. 
not confident. Nola has been super inconsistent this year. He's been just a definition. I don't even know if y'all want to say mediocre anymore. I want to say below average. Maybe, yeah, below average. I mean, if you look at his ERA, it's four five one. That's five uh, percent below league average right now. Um, I mean, he's just been giving up home run after home run after home run. His one one point four uh, home run per nine is the, currently. I mean, if you look at the highest in his career so far, it's one point three in twenty twenty one, or even dating back to his rookie year. We only made thirteen starts, where it was the same. That was his rookie year. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't want to. We've talked about Aaron Nola so much this year. All we can say is, like, Nola, just, dude, whatever you got to do to get it together, get it together. Um, uh, I mean, limit the the hanging breaking balls where dudes are crushing it. Um, you know, really control these at-bats with your fastball. That's what that's what it's all about with Aaron Nola. It's that first pitch fastball. It's the just his, his two-seam fastball is just super important uh, for, for Aaron Nola when it comes to his, his success. Uh but then Zach Eflin on the other side has been really good, and I don't, we don't, I don't want to sit here and get too much into how, uh, how, oh well, whoa, we should have given up. Like, dude, Eflin could not stop getting hurt here for whatever reason. Philly was just not working out, and it wasn't going to work out. So Eflin's in Tampa Bay. He's pitching well. Hey, he's talking about inconsistency when I talked about Craig Kimball the last couple of years. Zach Eflin's been pretty inconsistent in his career, even when he stayed healthy. So who knows? Yeah, Eflin's been great, but who knows what type of second half he'll he'll have for Tampa Bay. But looks like he's having a bit of a resurrection there uh, as he's sitting on a 3-2-9 ERA uh, in 15 starts. Um, coming off a good outing, very good outing against Arizona. Seven innings, two earned, um, seven hits, seven strikeouts uh, in a win there over Arizona. Arizona's a pretty good team over there. Um, so interested in today's matchup. It's, we're going to see familiar face. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, um, you know, the Phillies can get the series off started off right here um, as the Rays are coming off losing two of three to the Seattle Mariners. But the the Rays, I believe, are still sitting with the best record in baseball. Um, well, no, technically Atlanta does, even though the Rays have played more games, 57 and 30. Um, Atlanta's played, uh, or, yeah, 57 and 30 for the Rays, 57 and 27 for Atlanta. So the Rays are sitting there um, with a little more games played. But regardless, best record in the American League one of the best records in baseball. They've still been unbelievable. Um, I mean, the amount of home runs that guys hit in this offense is just unreal. 12 homers for Yandy Diaz. He's looked like an MVP. Wander Franco, I have no idea how he didn't make the all-star team. Luke Raley, 14 homers. Randy Rosarena, we know who he is. 16 homers. 14 homers for Zake Paradis. Uh, I mean, Josh Lau, 12 homers. Jose Siri, 16 homers. It just doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Um, but thank God, and obviously you don't want to see injuries. Um, Phils won't have to see Shane McClanahan this series. Shane McClanahan, I think, dealing with a mid-back injury, something like that. And they won't have to see McClanahan. They will have to see Eflin, uh, Yanni Chirinos, and Tyler Glass now, it looks like, on Thursday. So Tyler Glass now, who has dealt with uh, some injuries over the last few years, um, will be on the mound on Thursday for the Rays. He is not uh, had a great, he's been very mediocre since he's come back. Um, so, uh, class now on Thursday with against Christopher Sanchez. Rays are really good all around, man. Rays are going to be really good all around. It's going to be, um, it's going to be uh, a tough series. That's uh, safe to say. Uh, quickly, just want to get to you guys. Uh, 
the around the league bets and then today's in Philly's history before I get you guys out of here for the holiday. Um, just looking, I'll just do the NL East. Um, so from yesterday, uh, looking, Washington lost three to two to Cincinnati. Miami, or Miami beat St. Louis five to four. Miami's just been very good. It's a very good team. Uh, they beat St. Louis five to four in Miami. And I think that was another Braves played. Braves uh, four to two over Cleveland. I forgot they played uh, yesterday. Uh, so four to two, uh, Atlanta over Cleveland. Um, and just quickly looking at the standings, Atlanta fifty seven and twenty seven in first place. Miami improved to forty nine and thirty seven yesterday. Phils forty four and thirty nine. Um, I just want to make sure I had these numbers correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, thirty-eight and forty-six. The Mets in fourth, Washington in last at thirty-four and fifty. So uh, those are your standings for the NL East. Um, and then let's get to a few bets. Let's get to a few bets for today. Um, so I have a few Kyle Schwarber ones here to hit on. Schwarber's numbers against Eflin. I mean, obviously a lot of Phillies are going to have. Or at least Phillies have been here for at least you know four or five years, um, which aren't like a whole lot. But Kyle Schwarber plus plus three thirty. Um, I take him. I know he's he's only hitting one eighty eight, one ninety this year, whatever it is. But in twelve at bats against Eflin, I, I think he has like a. I had it right in front of me somewhere. Where is it? There it is. Three sixty four average. He has four hits and. Uh, 11 ABs, 13 plate appearances, a homer. Take two-plus hits for Kyle Schwarber. Plus 330 for two-plus hits. Um, And then also take Kyle Schwarber, plus 600 to hit the first home run of the game. He also has a homer off Eflin. Why not? Take it. Take those bets. Run with them. Kyle Schwarber on both of those bets, plus 600 to hit the first home run, and plus 330 to, for uh, two-plus hits. Take those. And then also, uh, I mean, Castellanos, um, I know it's the easy one, but Castellanos um, has just been great. And I think he's going to ride up this momentum up until the All-Star break, um, making the All-Star team, uh, getting that news. So I'll take him plus 370 to hit a double, as he's got 26 doubles on the year. That's uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Good, if you ask me. So those are your bets. Today in Philly's history, I just want to give you, I'm just going to give you one. 1979. You know what? Nah, screw that. 1883. I'm not going to do the 79 one. 1883. I only got time for one. 1883, trailing 11 to 9 at the end of the seventh inning. The visiting team from Providence, whoever they were, left to catch a train. And shots up crossing broad. This is where I got it from. Left to catch a train. Uh... For, it was Broad and Patterson. No, it's not Crossing Broad. Sorry, I sold the Broad and I thought it was Crossing Broad. Broad and Patterson. Let me get it right. So, 1883, trailing 11 to 9 at the end of the seventh inning. The visiting team from Providence left to catch a train in New York for the day's second game. Philadelphia was awarded a win by forfeit. So, the end of the seventh inning, the visiting team from Providence left to catch a train. So, wait, they. I'm confused. So. They, the 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 Phils or whoever yeah the Phils were supposed to have a double header and they I guess Providence left to play another game somewhere I don't even know I don't know you you tell me actually I don't really know I just wanted to mention that because it's they got a forfeit that's fun well that's gonna do it for me um, I will see you guys tomorrow morning tomorrow morning I will be back Francisco Rojas for another episode of Phillies today go Phils everybody have a great Fourth of July. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.